It's hard to believe four months have passed since our last episode. So much life has happened in that time, including us moving back to Nevada. We miss our people in Utah dearly, but it sure has felt like we've come home. I could tell you story after story about how the Lord led us and has provided for us. We've experienced firsthand the gracious hand of our Good Shepherd. Closely related to all of this has been my deep need to get regrounded in the faith. You know, sometimes life just shakes your faith to the core, and I know I'm not the only one who's experienced this. About a year ago, a friend of mine strongly encouraged me to get grounded in the promises of God, so I took some time over the past year to dive deeply into Psalms to do just that. I also looked for verses that described God's character. I can't fully explain to you how healing it's been. My two biggest takeaways are that God loves His children steadfastly and that He hears us when we cry to Him. Honestly, those two truths can carry you through anything. God's steadfast love is so anchoring because it's the opposite of what we often receive and, if we're honest, it's the opposite of what we often give. We're also prone to loving people conditionally, and we've all experienced the pain of not being loved based on our performance or credentials. God's not like that. According to Romans 8, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Whew, such hope. I can't comprehend the fact that God loves me steadfastly, but it's a foundational truth that I've let myself soak in recently. I encourage you to do the same. A precious demonstration of God's steadfast love is that He hears His children. His ears are open to their cries. It's hard to comprehend that an infinite, holy, all-powerful God hears us. Why in the world would He want to spend His time listening to you and me? Well, I believe it goes back to His unconditional love for us. One of the dearest ways we show people that we love them is by stopping what we're doing, looking them in the eyes, and listening to them making every indication that we're not only with them, but that we're for them. God's like that, but infinitely more so. He delights to hear from us. He is infinitely available. He's ready to comfort and direct us. He's also prepared to correct us. I'm thankful that combined with all of this, He is eternally wise. There is no one better to talk to than Him. This is Paula Eman. You're listening to Cloud of Witnesses Season 2, Episode 1. If you're new to this podcast, thanks so much for joining me. If you've come back after Season 1, welcome back. After the dust settled, I took some time to honestly reflect on Season 1, and I have to admit it had a lot of rough edges. But I hope that my biggest desire was fulfilled and that you were inspired to victoriously endure your Christian race by looking to Jesus. To any of you who have come to my podcast and don't know Jesus personally through Saving Faith, let me direct you to a website that explains the glorious gospel. It answers five questions about eternity. It's gbcelco.org backslash five questions about eternity. I'll post the link in the show notes. I pray it will lead you to a right relationship with God so that you can start walking with the Lord in the light of His Word. What a glory He'll shed on your way. Now to the business at hand, inspiration to victoriously endure. Listen to this quote by Joni Erickson Tata, a woman who tragically dove into water that was too shallow and became a quadriplegic. 
She's a precious believer who's inspired others for decades to look to Jesus. She says this, We may not know it, but in the age of anti-heroes, our souls crave an authentic witness. We long to see a follower of Christ square off against sin and stand firm against the winds of adversity, one whose ironclad character cannot be dismantled. We want to see someone in whom living for Christ and dying for Him is indistinguishable. We crave a visceral story that has meat on it, a story that rises above the average, that spurs and inspires. I was so excited to run across this quote because that's exactly what I'm hoping to do through this podcast. I want to, like a lawyer, present continual pieces of evidence that will compel you to keep running your faith race. If you're like me, you lose heart. You start questioning whether or not the race is even worth it. These witnesses remind us that it is. It really is. Now, before I launch season two, I want to address this question. Is it okay to highlight other believers for the purpose of inspiring you? I think it's a fair for me to say, absolutely. That's exactly what the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11 is all about. And even the psalmist said in Psalm 119, those who fear you shall see me and rejoice because I have hoped in your word. He's saying that other believers rejoice when they see the hope he has in God. Psalm 119.79 says, Let those who fear you turn to me, that they may know your testimonies. You may wonder where God is in all of this. Well, the Apostle Paul makes it clear in one of his letters to the Corinthian church that God uses weak and broken people to display his power. 2 Corinthians 4.7-10 says, We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Believer, your hope in God can encourage others to hope in God. Your weak, afflicted, perplexed, persecuted, struck-down life can be used in the hands of the all-powerful God. You can have an impact on the people around you. Let that impact be for the cause of Christ and for the sake of His glorious gospel. I am really looking forward to this season. Some of the believers I hope to share with you are Elizabeth Elliott, Amy Carmichael, and Louis Zamperini, to name a few. I also can't wait to interview current believers so that we can hear their testimonies of how God has proven himself good and worth following. I've already interviewed my first guest. Her story will really inspire you. That'll be episode two. Super excited to announce that I now have a website, EnduringWitnesses.com. You'll find there my catalog of episodes and links for Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and my new platform, Podbeam. Click your favorite way to listen and be inspired. There's also now a link for you to be able to support the production of Cloud of Witnesses. My hope is to continue to make improvements so that you have the most encouraging experience. My hope is also to reflect God's excellence. Thanks in advance for your willingness to partner with this ministry. That's it for today. I just wanted to drop back in and let you know that I'm super excited for season two. My hope and prayer is to publish episodes every two weeks. Pray for the Lord's grace. It's all about Him. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 
Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God.